Hollywood Live Extra with Tanya Hart. Hello, I'm Tanya Hart, and you are listening to Hollywood Live Extra. Today, we are speaking to Dr. Ava Cadell. She's a clinical sexologist, a certified sex counselor who's been healing men and women with her solutions for overcoming sexual abuse for more than 25 years. Now, we of course have entered a whole new phase in our country here. The hashtag MeToo phenomenon has brought just a whole lot more awareness about sexual abuse and healing. But you know what? There are so many people out there that are still going through this. We have now got to make some changes. We're going to talk about how we make these cultural changes and how to heal all of the deep wounds caused by these situations. You're about to find out. Welcome to Hollywood Live Extra. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you so much. Well, you know what? We are witnessing something we have never witnessed in this country, a harsh and swift reckoning for men behaving badly. Why now? Because it's been going on for centuries. It really has. I definitely think it's this Me, me Too movement, you know, that has shined a, a spotlight on these men, these, these egomaniac, power-hungry, self-entitled predators And I'm so happy that people are coming out, especially women, but also some men. And as I joined the ranks, you know, of these brave individuals, I realized that I can't name a single friend, client, or even acquaintance that has not come face-to-face with unwanted sexual behavior at some point in their lives. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, everybody I know, certainly in my business, myself included, we've all dealt with this. And people, different people deal with it differently. But, you know, let's just take a look at the workplace, because right now that's kind of where the focus is, even though it needs to go beyond that. Um, In the workplace where these things have been happening, I mean, Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer and I started our career together in Boston. This was You know, and I've known him, and I I know about some of the issues. But i got to tell you, this one really hit me hard this week. And so when you look at that, where is the line? What is appropriate? Well, it's certainly not appropriate for Matt Lauer to have a button under his table that locks the door. Oh, my God. Is that not the sign of a predator? Well, actually, I must, I have to say that at, NBC 30 Rock, I used to spend a lot of time there. Most executives or high-ranking people do have those locks now, especially in New York, where you can lock a door because I don't know if it was for security. I mean, I don't know what, you know, they weren't thinking about that. So that part of it wasn't necessarily unusual because other people there at 30 Rock have that. Yeah, but it's all about the intention of why you yes. use it. If you use it to <laughs> not true. let a woman out because you are planning to rape her, you know, um, then we have to do something about it. I mean, it shocked so many people that I know, this yeah. behavior. And, his, you know, the wives, think about the wives, how they, they are all suffering. Oh, you and know. the children, the children. Well, yes. What kind of role modeling is it for them? And then just the psychological symptoms that the victims experience. I mean, it's from clinical depression, sexual dysfunction, low self-esteem, obsessive compulsive disorders, um, chronic skin picking, you know, even I know so many women who personally have gained weight to avoid sexual attention. So it's become an epidemic. 
It really has. But again, looking at the workplace, Dr. Cadell, so, so you know, I mean, I, I came up in TV stations and, and on st- sets and things like that. And there are guys that I really like. I've known them forever. And we, we'd hug, you know, uh, sometimes I'd grab their hands. We would sometimes, you know, cheek kiss and, and do that. These days, and I've talked to younger women, everybody is afraid. You know, nobody wants to touch anybody. You know, where where is that line? And, and how do we make that a part of what we think about, but without, you know, just ruining the whole idea of, of just love and affection? Well, I think one way is with boundaries. You know, we need to learn how to express our physical, emotional, and sexual limitations and deal breakers. It's something that nobody teaches us, and it's mm-hmm. one of my many uh, loving solutions, you know, for sexual abuse survivors, but for everybody. You know, without clear boundaries, you're not going to get respect. And like you, I used to be an actress before I became a sex therapist, and I just expected everybody to hit on me. There mm-hmm. are... Actually, there's only one person that didn't <laughs> in my 10 years of acting, which is pretty sad. All the actors, directors, producers, casting directors that I met ultimately were very rude, disrespectful, and just tried to, you know, tried the, the casting couch with mm-hmm. me. And I gave up acting because of that. I just couldn't take it anymore. Right, and that's kind of your personal story of how you got into this, I'm, I'm assuming. Well, no, it, it was a catalyst, but I, I was raised by nuns, strict nuns. I was a refugee from Hungary, and I had a very painful childhood and teenagehood with serious abuse of rape and so forth. And so I think it was my mission anyway to become mm-hmm. a clinical sexologist and help people get over the shame and guilt and, and this you know, this new light of, uh, of sexual harassment has just catapulted me into writing another book, this time including some of my memoirs, but also really giving these victims tangible things that they can do if they, right. don't, you know, if they don't have the funds to go to a therapist or, you know, or they just don't have anyone to talk to about this because there is a lot of shame surrounding being abused. You feel responsible in some way. Well, that's what so many women and men who've been abused have said, and it does change you forever. But, you know, back to the workplace again, back to that question. Oh, yes. I so, that, no, that's no, 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 that's okay. Tanya. Yes. Yes. No, but that's, that's okay, because there's so much to talk about here. Um, we, you know, for instance, I, I've been, I've worked with a lot of men. I started in this business a long time ago when there really weren't a lot of women. So I was around guys all the time and, you know, they do these jokes. They'd be rude. They're jokes about women. That still happens. You know, is that no longer appropriate or when, when should a guy know, okay, let me not tell this joke in the workplace. You know, how do we, how do we get there? And what is like, again, those boundaries? Well, yeah, I think men are going to be very careful about the dirty jokes and the breast jokes and, you know, all that. Um, however, again, there's no guidelines out there. It's like, what is acceptable? And there are some women who enjoy compliments, even if they are a little That's bit racy. True. It boosts their, you know, their libido, especially women who are older. They like the, the whistling and the, and, 
So it's it's very complicated right now, but it I do is. think that men will be more respectful. They will be conscious of what they say, and even as you said, the hugging. It's going to be complicated. Um, I mean, I'm a big hugger, but I Me know too. when some guys hug you, they they really pull you close so they can feel your breasts against them. So it is about boundaries, 100%. That's what it's about, and that's where the conversation is starting right now. A recent study showed that 81% of high school boys don't even know what the word consent means, which makes me think, boy, are we in trouble. <laughs> We're yes. still in Isn't trouble. Isn't that sad? And I travel around the world lecturing about you know, human sexuality. When I was in China, I had a translator. They don't even have a word for consent. What do you think about that? It doesn't exist in their vocabulary. Well, there you go. You yeah, know, and that, I, there's I, a huge I, problem. So education, that's the key. We have to have education in schools that teach boys and girls how to be respectful of each other and how to also love oneself. A lot of these people, these abusers too, they really don't love themselves. They hate themselves. That's what I was thinking too. I mean, you know, you look at Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein, I'm just going to say, if you just, and I've seen Harvey for the whole 25 years I've been out here. I see him on the red carpets, and he's always been okay with me. You know, I've never worked for him. I didn't have to go to the hotel room like one of my colleagues did when she first started working for Miramax. She has now told her story. It was disgusting. She never told anyone until the thing about him broke. Not even her husband. She told her husband and me on the same day. It's a horrific story. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I mean, I just, I felt so bad for her. 25 years later, she's been bugged by this. But you look at Harvey Weinstein, all of his entire board were men. So I think, you know, it, there's more than just the perpetrator, because all of these men, like you said, are rich and powerful, but they've got people that keep that thing going for them. You know, so there are other people that are involved in all of this. And I know Harvey, too. I actually met him and his brother when they first started Miramax. Miramax, right. You know, like you, I I didn't really have any um, trouble with him. I mean, he tried, you know, he came on to me and I just said no. I just thought he was too fat and ugly. (laughs) Yeah, okay, because that's real. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, and he's married some beautiful, elegant women. My question is... These women knew the price they were paying to marry somebody like Harvey. Forgive me for saying that, but I can't believe that the wives had no inclination of his sexual appetite and his bad behavior. What do you think about that? I agree with you. No, I absolutely agree with you because being married as long as I have women, no. Women, you know, we're intuitive like that anyway. And I think in these instances, the women that he has married, they had to have known. But, you know, that sometimes you you know what you're getting. It's the price you pay. And, uh, you know, like his last wife, who is really beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. I saw them on the red carpet at the Oscars last year. This woman is drop dead gorgeous. But I also found out that, you know, part of the deal was that Harvey, especially back in the day, you know, she's a designer. So. The people in his company that were walking the carpets had to wear her clothes. She was getting something out of it. You know what I mean? Of so course, of course. Yeah. So that's 
probably why they do it. You know what? Stay right there. We're going to just take a little bit of a break and let the audience know that they're listening to Hollywood Live Extra. I'm Tanya Hart. Today, we've got Dr. Ava Caldwell, who is a clinical sexologist. She's dealt with the issues of hashtag me too for 25 years, long before that hashtag. So we're so pleased to have you here. Um, You know, the other thing about this is that Making men a part of the solution, because a lot of times it's the women, the victims, we don't want to talk about it, but men have to be a part of the solution. And I've had some conversations with guys recently, and they're saying, you know, we feel bad because we saw things happening and we just didn't say anything. How do we get men to be responsible in speaking up to other guys? Oh, that's such a good question. And that's even harder than helping the victims, because these men have been programmed, you know, some of them have been programmed by their mothers to believe that nobody's good enough for them and mm-hmm. that they are entitled to do whatever they want. And so that's a huge problem. I mean, that's why, you know, therapy, therapy, art therapy, forgiveness therapy, um, uh, you know, all kinds of control charts and, and um, positive turnaround therapy and even gestalt therapy is so important for these people if they're going to change mm-hmm. their behavior. The good news is we can change our behavior, even our brain cells and the scaffolding of the brain through therapy. So I think therapists are going to be really busy, not only in America, but around the world. Well, that's true. I mean, we do know that the abuse of women and and the other part of this, you know, Dr. Caldwell, I I think about back in my reporter days in Boston, I was one of the probably the first reporters to do a series on battered women because all of a sudden, you know, this was back in the 80s. There were uh, there was just a plethora of battered women that they'd always been that way. We just didn't know about it before. Um, So when you consider that a woman in this country is battered by, you know, a husband or a boyfriend or something, what is it, four or five every 18 seconds? It's like ridiculous. It's terrible. And those men, you know, they're such cowards um, to hurt somebody, you know, less strong, less powerful. It's just, to me, it's the lowest thing a man can do is to abuse a child, a woman, a pet. It's just absolutely repugnant and i do think now our laws are going to change i mean the ah. you know harvey weinstein the way they're punishing him is really really extreme and i only say that because they can't punish every producer director actor the same way so that no. is a big problem um in yeah, hollywood and i true. don't know how they're going to overcome that obstacle well, I think the I think a lot of it, you know, here the DA has created an entire abuse department now. They had to because there are just so many king's men falling all of a sudden. And so I, I think due process of the law will take place for cases that are that, you know, where you can actually take somebody to court for this mm-hmm. if the statute mm-hmm. hasn't passed. So I, I think that that itself will sort itself out. But again, the bigger issue for a person to try to heal because the women that I've spoken to, like my friend who this happened 27 years ago um, and you say, okay and and all of these years she carried that with her I spoke with another woman yesterday that I hadn't known very long but she's in her 70s, as many of these women are, and so you know, she says the same thing happened to me and so it, it affects people 
all of their lives. What is the one thing that men or women can do to try to heal themselves? Well, I think it starts with forgiveness. I tell my clients to write a letter to your perpetrator and really explain in the letter how their behavior destroyed your life and then read it. If you can't send it to the person, read it to a friend, a family member, a therapist, read it out loud, but then tear it up or burn it because you've got to remove it from your consciousness. Otherwise, it's going to just continue to create physical pain, emotional pain, and Mm -hmm. you're punishing yourself for something that someone else did. So it all begins with forgiveness. Wow. You know what? We could continue on with this conversation. Can you come back and talk to us again after the first of the year? Because I know this is... I would love to, and I'd love to share some of the exercises that people can do, you know, from breath work and mirror work and creative visualization. I would love that. Nothing would give me more pleasure than to help people out there to heal. You've been listening to Dr. Ava Caudell, who's been my guest today on Hollywood Live Extra. And don't forget to subscribe to Hollywood Live Extra. Extra on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review. I'm Tanya Hart. This is AURN.com. Hollywood Live Extra, a product of American Urban Radio Networks. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.